0: Amen. Thank you, Sean, for blessing us this morning. We gather this morning uh, to to bless God, to worship God, and I'm grateful that Sean is here with us to share his gifts with us this morning that really usher in the presence of God. So we're going to continue in our sermon series called Peeled, and it's on Fruit of the Spirit. And how appropriate for times like this to, uh, to embody those different attributes of the fruit of the Spirit. So right now I want you to get your Bibles out. I want you to to get your phone out, pull up the Bible app on your phone, whatever that is. We're going old school today, and we're going to get our Bibles out. So I I just want to give us a refresher uh, of the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things, there is no law. So now is the time, again, as I said, to embrace the fruits of the Spirit. So this morning I'm going to preach and I'm going to teach. So I want you to, to stay with me. Uh, again, it's not too late to share this if you haven't already done it. If you're just now tuning in, share it. We're up to uh, 220 Viewers, So again, we want to get this word out for people to be encouraged because we need encouragement. We need God uh, in these times. Uh, We're in a season where patience is being tested. And I preached about that the the past two weeks. Uh, The grocery store is unlike anything that we have ever experienced in our lives. It's absolutely unreal. And our worlds are changing rapidly, minute by minute. And some of us are working from home. Some of us now have kids at home, and we don't know for how long. And let's just be honest. We're probably going to get on each other's nerves, right? We're going to get on each other's nerves. And, And we need to practice this fruit of the Spirit of patience and gentleness with each other. And we need to remain faithful. We're not alone. God is with us. And believing this gives us peace and love and joy. So, so, so bear with me here as, I, as I'm going to preach a bit. Some of us have fear. And I don't want to tell you not to have fear because, to be honest with you, we're uncertain of what things are going to happen. And so that gives us a, a little bit of of concern, uh, maybe a fear of the unknown. But I, I want you to acknowledge the emotions that you have, but don't let them overcome you. Don't let them overcome you. So uh, a couple things that that I want to give, just words of wisdom from me, is that right now we're in our homes and we have a TV in front of us. I want to encourage you uh, to stay informed, but don't watch the news all day long. It's not healthy. They want to scare us half to death. We want to be informed, but let's not watch it all the time. Uh, To stay calm to remember to breathe. And I was practicing that all morning before I came on camera because this is a different experience for me as well. Uh, But just to stay calm and to remember to breathe. Uh, We're in a season where the weather's gonna get warmer. I know this is Ohio and it can be fickle, but it's gonna get warmer. So we're gonna have the opportunity to go outside to get fresh air, go for a walk. I wanna encourage you to get out of your homes. It's good for us physically and mentally. Get some fresh air. Uh, though some of us are in quarantine, uh, we have the ability to redeem technology. So I'm gonna encourage you, uh, our phones, believe it or not, have this ability to talk to one another. We, we just don't talk in email. So pick up the phone and call somebody to check on them. Uh, do send texts, do send emails. There are some people that are alone, so we don't want people to be in isolation. And, and stay tuned, we're gonna continue to work again of, of how we can be a community uh, virtually here through the church. Uh, and then spiritually, we need to care For ourselves spiritually something I want to invite you to during this season that we're in is to read your Bible every day now of course everybody's saying that but I want to give you some 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 instruction or maybe some guidelines with that so I want you to pick a book of the Bible read a chapter or two a day and then journal uh, what God is saying to you or even underline in your Bible I'm giving you permission, right? You can underline or mark up your Bibles. I I think about this time that in the next year or two, when we look back at this time and we're looking through our Bibles, we will be like, oh my gosh, this is how God spoke to me during this critical time in the world. So please uh, be immersed in the world. Uh, Don't, you know, I'm not saying sit down and read a whole book at one time, but a chapter or two, journal mark your bibles uh, if you don't know where to start i want to encourage you to start with the book of john i love the gospel of john and so that's a great place to start just a chapter or two a day but but get yourself rooted in the word I want to encourage you to pray to be in pray this is a time where we just need to be on our knees praying to the lord so be in prayer uh, be in the word God is waiting for you. So I want to encourage you to, to maybe start a new spiritual discipline in this season that we're in. And then we know we need to care for ourselves physically. I have never been told to wash my hands so many times. And so you know what I'm doing? I'm washing my hands. So I want to encourage you uh, to do these things that the CDC are telling us to do. And wow, I've never realized how much I touch my face. So I'm even cognizant of of how I use my hands. So again, I want to encourage you to to follow uh, the guidelines that we have been given. And and one other thing. One thing that that we know that is for certain is that nothing is for certain right now but Jesus. Amen? Amen. And so uh, worship right now is not going to be traditional, and it's not going to be contemporary. It's just going to be worship, and it's going to ebb and flow as the days unfold. So we just ask that that you would just continue to have patience. Uh, You all know my favorite beatitude that's not in the Bible, but I think should be in the Bible. Blessed are the flexible for they shall not get bent out of shape. So this is a season where we need to embrace that in all aspects of our lives. Uh, So now I I want to do some some teaching uh, as we get into the word. And uh, we're continuing again in our peeled series, and I'm going to be talking this morning about goodness. So I want you to go ahead, get your Bibles out. I know you've got them, or or uh, fire up your phone, your tablet, whatever that is. Uh, we're going to turn to Galatians six, and we're going to be in verses one through ten. And I'm leaving, leaving, reading from the uh, NLT version, New Living Translation. So again, Galatians six verses 1 through 10. Again, I'm in the NLT. Be in whatever version you want to be in. God is is still speaking uh, to us this morning. So hear these words and read along with me if you are able. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation for yourself share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of christ if you think that you are too important to help someone you are only fooling yourself you are not that important pay careful attention to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are each responsible for our own conduct Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. And just the right time, we will reap a a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good for everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Some of you are familiar with it, this uh, common Methodist quote. It says, do all the good you can by all the means you can in all the ways you can in all the places you can at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you can. We are in a time in history to receive the goodness of God, but also to be a vehicle to show his goodness. I I think that culture tells us that we have to be great all the time, That, that what we do isn't enough, that we're obsessed with greatness. Uh, think of sports, our jobs, our kids, and, and we want to have great stuff. Yet we see through the pages of Scripture uh, where, where God uses the word good. God made the day and the night, and he said that it was good, and he created the birds in the sky and the animals, and the animals on the ground, and he said it was good, and I'm paraphrasing there. And then the fruit of the Spirit, it's, it's goodness, not Greatness. I want to share a story with you. Uh, This was a few weeks ago uh, during the Ash Wednesday service, and it was a beautiful service, and the service had concluded. And there was a, a young man that came up to me, and his name was Kevin. And I had never seen Kevin before. And uh, he came up to me and shared with me that he had had come up from downtown Cincinnati on the metro. And we know that uh, after eight o'clock, the metro is no longer running. And he was in a quandary and didn't know how to get back downtown to catch the bus that he needed to get home from there. So I was processing with Kevin, trying to figure out different options of how I could help him. And uh, just to to recap, if we take us back a couple of weeks ago, it was very cold. We had had a lot of ice during that service. When we came outside, our cars were covered with ice. Uh, It was dark, and people were departing to head home. And I was trying to figure out the best way that I could help Kevin. And so I I gave him two options. I said one is that, that I would be happy to call local law enforcement because I know that they would be happy to help Kevin get to wherever he needed to go or I could get my phone and uh, uh, use my Uber app and call an Uber for Kevin. A- and as I talked to him, I-, I was unclear of where exactly Kevin lived, because he was sharing with me that he lived 300 or 400 miles away. A- and I was questioning, okay, where does he really live, and how can I help him? And and so what we ended up doing was uh, calling Uber. And so I shared with Kevin, you know, I've called an Uber and Daniel's coming and he's in this type of car and he'll be here in the next seven to eight minutes. And I'm wrestling internally because um, he needed to get to 4th and Walnut. And I'm wrestling, where does Kevin really live? Does he live downtown? Does he really live three or 400 miles away? I don't know. It's dark. It's cold. It's icy. Is Kevin going to be on the street? And I just began to worry that what I was doing wasn't good enough. And so time went on, and our driver came, and again, his name is Daniel. And so we went out under the portico, and I introduced myself to Daniel and explained my situation that our new friend Kevin has come up to worship with us this evening, and he needs to get down to Fourth and Walnut. And so by the grace of God, Daniel looks at Kevin and says, Oh, I know you. They used to work together. I don't know in what form or capacity. But I said, thank you, God. Because what I was afraid wasn't good enough was good enough. And that God had that next step. And it's this lesson to trust that God has the next step. Then when what we think is not enough, that it's enough to trust God that when we can do good, that it's good enough and that he has that next step. So where do you need to trust God in this next step of your life where do you need to trust God in this next step so what is goodness goodness is love in action the Hebrew word uh, for for goodness is tobe and it's an action verb and it means be and then in Greek uh, it, uh, goodness means agathos which means to benefit so goodness is to be of Benefit. I want to share just a couple of scriptures with you quickly. Nothing that you need to, to dial up uh, in your Bibles or online, but I just want to share these with you. Two uh, Peter, verses uh, chapter one, verses five through seven. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and mutual affection love. And then 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. Romans 12, 21. Do not not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Uh, Something that I like to do is get on uh, the Bible app every morning. And I just want to encourage you, uh, the verse of the day that that came up today, and God is so good and with us in unison, comes from Hebrews 13, 16. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So stay uh, tuned to these different resources that we have uh, the season that we are in. So uh, I'm loving hearing some of the stories that you all are sharing, and I want to share just a quick story with you. Uh, We have grocery store stories, and there was someone on staff that was at the grocery store and in line, and and some of us have been in these uh, big lines. And we know what it's like when you've got your cart, and and you're waiting your turn, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot something. And it's just that feeling of dread, like I don't want to get out of line. And so this, this person noticed her body language, and he said to her, did you forget something? And she said, yes, I did. And whatever that was, he says, can I go get it for you? And so this person left. Of course, I'm sure she kept his place in line, but went and got the item for her so she didn't have to leave. So we have opportunities, friends, hear me. We have opportunities to thank those that are serving us right now, to to share love with those that are around us. We're all experiencing the same thing in this season. So let's love each other. So if you are out and about, whether it's the grocery store, you're getting gas, you're in fast food, you're in a restaurant, thank the people around you for serving you. Thank the people who are stocking the shelves, bagging your groceries, checking you out. Whatever that is, thank them for serving us. You see, there are times where goodness is hard And in our human nature, there are things that we just can't do on our own. It's the Holy Spirit in us. Know that God is working in each and every one of us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, I hope you still have your Bibles open. I want you to turn to Psalm 23. Psalm 23, go ahead and find that. That's going to be more towards the middle. It's the, the latter part of the Old Testament. Again, Psalm 23, go ahead and pull that up. And as I read this aloud, I want you to hear this and read this as if the Lord was speaking to you in this very moment. Pay attention to the eyes and the my's and the me's, Lord, as we embrace this in first person for ourselves. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. In green pastures and he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul you see we're in a, a time to slow down a mandatory slow down if you will so let this be a time of renewal he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I just want to stop right there The news loves to report the number of deaths related to the coronavirus. But but the news doesn't tell us the thousands and thousands of people that recover from this illness. Yes, some of us are going to get sick. We don't know day by day who's going to get sick. But take courage. We will recover. And then we continue. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Don't forget this. God is with you. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Friends, the goodness of God is with each and every one of you. and It's going to continue to follow you all the days of your life. And the scripture tells us, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, So each night the shepherd would lay at the door of the sheepfold. And and, and the shepherd would reflect on how the day went. And and he would come to the conclusion that the Lord had blessed him with goodness and mercy. And, And later in life, King David, who's the one who wrote this psalm, would reflect in his older age. And he came to that same conclusion, that he had been blessed with God's goodness and mercy throughout his life. When we get to heaven, the things that we question... The things that give us heartache and challenge us today will be made clear one day when we get to heaven. And we're going to look back and see what we can't see now in this season. We will see the goodness and the mercy of God with us that we couldn't see now. We remember in the old covenant that the sheep would die for the shepherd as a sacrifice. And in the new covenant, the good shepherd, Jesus, died for us his sheep we have a savior and a redeemer a good shepherd and his name is jesus and our redeemer lives stay encouraged won't you join me in a time of prayer god we are reminded of your faithfulness and goodness may we be vessels to be good in the world may your word be a lamp unto our feet Let us not miss you in this trying season that we are in. Rather, to embrace your word and spiritual truths. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would rain down on us to fill us with the power and the presence of God. God, we pray for everyone. This is just a large outpouring of prayer for everyone, for our families, for our loved ones, for our neighbors, for our church family. God, we especially lift up doctors and nurses, all medical staff who are on the front line to serve us. God, we give thanks. We give thanks. And it may look like we are surrounded, but we are surrounded by you. This is how we fight our battles. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.